a listener production. Hi, the person you have called is not available. Please leave a short 10-second message after the tone for... The Howie Games Hotline. That's it, welcome along. Howie Hotline 6, great to have your company. You know the deal, we need you to send us messages through WhatsApp. Messages are the best, but if you need to leave a voice message, we can do that too. The number, it is in the show notes, but also if you need a pen now, 0434 694 301. That's 043-HOWIE-01. 0434 694 Great to have you on board. Hey to all my crew. G'day to my beautiful wife. I know she'll be listening. And hello to you, Dars. How are you, brother? Good horse. How are you, mate? You all right? <laughs> you all right well, or not? What do you mean? Well, you've had a tough week, haven't you? Have I? You had a tough week. I think on a previous hotline you banged on. We went to a little par three golf course and you claimed a victory, but we went the full 18 on Monday. <laughs> and let's be honest, I was sort of Tiger Woods at a fancy golf course and you were more sort of a warthog out the back. I don't know what you were doing, but you were well, you were outclassed, you were outplayed, and I know it hit you hard. You're right. Yeah, I'm all right. It was a fantastic day, so I'll take that uh, as a positive. Two things. One, uh, <laughs> uh, when you say you haven't touched a golf club in two years, I'm never believing you again. Right. Uh, and second. I'm good up, uh, two up from a start. Nothing is worse than facing down the 16th tee and you're yapping away in the background. <laughs> no, very. it was a very nice Unstoppable. day. Unstoppable. And you, you went home and you got a golf lesson the next day. <laughs> you need more than the lesson to control that one would you were trying to tame big boy. Anyway. Uh, uh, until next year, until the, uh, the annual Howie Games hotline yes. golf trip golf continues trip. next year, now, uh, I'll come back. Bigger, better, stronger. A couple of things to discuss. Uh, last time in Howie Hotline 5, we put it out that there'd been a few people on social media at Mark Hadsdrow 3 saying maybe we need to change the song. I've uh, tabulated the results. I had that many people, which I appreciate, get in touch. 90% do not change the song. It's part of the podcast. Yep. 10% it's driving me around the twist. Please get rid of it. Uh, so we are sticking with it. I think we stick with it. So we're sticking with that. Now, another thing that needs to be addressed, we've got, we've got an impending legal action. Oh, no. I need to tell you. Hopefully it's not something I've done. No, it's okay. <laughs> coming out of Los Angeles and the Lakers and a fellow by the name of Andre Drummond who has played for the Pistons, the Cavs, the Lakers. This is a serious issue because he was quoted during the week saying LeBron, that'll be LeBron James. Yeah. LeBron, I quote Andre, LeBron came to me one day and said, you know your nickname is Big Penguin. Now, Andre, there's been a lot of controversy this week about your nickname. I saw the media session. You know, allegedly you were called Big Penguin in Detroit. You said you didn't like it. I'm a believer you got a cosign on your nickname. So what would you like to be called now here in L.A.? Hey, listen, whatever you guys give me, I'm going I'm to I'm enjoy it. So, you know, I'm usually called Drum, so you call me Drum or... I guess the big penguin. I guess that's what you want to call me. I mean, it is what it is. You know, I don't. I don't. It don't really matter to me. And I replied, "Man, I don't know where that came from. All I know that someone must have found out the penguins are one of my favourite animals." He went on to say, "I think my nickname needs to be more aggressive." So your man Andre Drummond, who's a big deal in the United yeah. States, now according to LeBron, is rolling as the big penguin. The big penguin in Bowen Heads has taken offence at this. <laughs> so He's he consulting with the listener <laughs> and Howie Games lawyers. And I think the only way we can resolve this is to get LeBron on to get things Clarify. smoothed over. Absolutely. That's mad. Uh, it is. And the that is an penguin. absolute true story. Uh, the big penguin, Andre Drummond. So keep an eye out for him. And um, you don't know where Mac got the 
Big Penguin. From no, he, he just, just made it up one morning. He just woke up yeah, and right. he said, as a two-year-old, you need to call me Big Penguin. And ping, Penguin wasn't enough. It had to be Big Penguin. Anyway, Andre, <laughs> we are coming for you and LeBron, and the lawyer's letters will be coming your way. Uh, not, it was nice to get lots of questions through. I said last time, let us know if you're listening internationally, mm-hmm. and lots of people sent messages through. Heaps. Lots of people sent just text messages, though. Please send voice messages or memos yep. to the hotline number 0434-694-301 so we can get you on the show because we're not really into reading out text messages. No, no. It means so much more when we can get your actual voice on. Exactly. That's the whole point of the operation. All right, who yep. we got, big man? Uh, first up, we've got Tyler. Hey, fellas, Tyler here, calling from Fort McMurray, Alberta, in northern Canada. Uh, This morning, as I look outside the home office window, it's about minus 20 degrees Celsius with the wind chill and snowing sideways. So even though it is officially spring, I think it's fair to say the golf clubs will be staying in the basement for a little while longer. So should yours. Uh, I discovered this show (laughs) last year. Uh, There was a bunch of promos running on other shows like Rusty's Garage uh, here on the podcast network that that were promoting this Howie Games show. I'm like, who's this Howie guy? Like, what's all this? about and looked it up and gave it a shot and Howie my man credit to you you are an amazing interviewer you ask great questions Thanks, you most importantly listen to what your guests are saying which means that it's always an interesting conversation so huge congrats so far on the podcast and keep up the great work both of you guys my question is about Canada actually Howie I'm sure over to your years of travel you've been to the great white north and anybody out there who's listening to this will know that Canadians take some things very seriously Things like maple syrup, ketchup flavored potato chips, Justin Bieber, and ice hockey, which is, of course, the only kind of hockey worth caring about. So, Howie, is there anything out there that you know as you know of as iconically Canadian that you wish Australians knew more about? Thanks, guys. I love Tyler. Thank you, Tyler. That is a great question. And this is why we need our international Canadians are to get so involved. friendly. They are. Yep. And they say, well, well, I've got a couple of things. Uh, our Canadians brothers and sisters say A on the end of everything. Mm-hmm. Have you been to Canada or not? No, I haven't. I've been oh. as far north as Seattle. Fantastic part of the world. I was lucky enough to drive an old combi van across Canada. I'll tell you one thing about Canada the average Australian <laughs> yeah. doesn't know. I went to Canada. Back in the day, I was working for Channel 10 on a show called 9 a.m. with David and Kim, and it was a travel show. Like, I was the travel I reporter. That. yeah. So it was David Rain and Kim, and I used to go out wherever around the world, and we used to shoot, shoot all these travel stories. It was extraordinary. We went to Canada. And we were going up towards Whistler and uh, the Rocky Mountains, and we were going hiking to show some hiking trails. And our local fixer, when you go to these countries, they have a fixer who sorts things out for you, mm-hmm. and he says, you'll need this. And this is no word yeah. of a lie, uh, Tyler. You'll know what I mean. He hands me a can, and on the can, you know, we have more teen for flies and mozzies. It's got bear spray written on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, True right. story. It's yeah. got bear spray. <laughs> and we're reading the instructions, and it's like, if a bear gets within three metres of you, oh, we're talking a big grizzly, yeah, yeah. you're meant to stay cool, stay composed and give him a pssst. <laughs> Was it face. like mace or yeah, something? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right, right. Mace for bears. And I, we, we were joking around about it, me and Fitzy, the camera that were on it. Like, so if a bear gets within three metres, we're going to give him a taste of the bear uh-huh. spray. Thankfully it didn't happen, but bear spray is a real thing. <laughs> so that's something I enjoyed in Canada, Tyler, that I don't reckon the average Australian knew about, the old bear spray. Thanks for getting in touch, Tyler. Hi, Howie. And us too. Mm. Bill here. That's nice. Great job, guys. Thanks, Bill. Loving the podcast. Just wondering if you'd be interested in interviewing parents of some of the amazing people you have. As a parent of a son who is an aspiring golf professional in the US, Mm. I can tell you it is some challenge. To see your child, and I know how much you love and adore your children, Howie, leave family and friends to a foreign country 
work so, so hard, put in day in, day out, get knocked down time and time again, but still get up the next day. See them struggle with relationships that mm. don't end well. Six monthly battles with US border security on entry to reset visas. Gee. It's a tough, tough gig. So, so difficult to sit afar and watch especially since about the only thing I and my wife can do is send money. It's tough. You have so many inspirational people on your show. I think it would be amazing to hear the parent story of the likes of Luke Longley, Liesl Jones, Steve Smith, Anna Mears, any of them actually, may make some of the sports people squirm, but would be super, super interesting to hear the journey. Finally, Pickle and Big Penguin, you guys are amazing. Sensational the way you present with questions beyond your years. You no doubt make your mum and dad very, very proud. Very proud. That's a great question. Thank you very much for that question. Parents, it's a good one. It's a two-part question because once you have kids to ask, one, I'll let you know you start crying and can't stop. Like you watch the news and something's upsetting. You watch a movie and you just start crying for no apparent reason. The other thing I often now think as a parent when I watch an athlete getting smashed in the media, I'd take it back to... Finchie, when they were thinking about dropping him before the 50-over World Cup because he wasn't making runs, and there was headlines day in, day out, or Nathan Buckley at mm -hmm. the moment. And you think, wow, how difficult that must be for these guys or girls' parents. And they sign up for it, and they're big boys or big girls, but it must be difficult for the parents to have to read those negative headlines about their kids. And we forget that they're sons and daughters. In answer to your question... I've been lucky enough over the years to interview quite a few parents. Nick Natnui, who's been on the podcast. Yes, I was just about to uh, Spent some time with his mum. Uh, Travis Boak, who is a fantastic footballer for Port Adelaide, has spent mm -hmm. some time with his mum, Chicky, and Travis. Uh, various people along the way. Mark Webber's father, Alan. And it is a great, great suggestion, especially when all are in the same room because the parents normally let you in a little more on the struggle of the athlete than the athlete do themselves. Logistically, totally. it might be a little bit tricky, but mm -hmm. it would certainly be a... Puller of the heartstrings, I reckon. So it will be. It's a good idea. It's it is a good, good idea. idea. Um, don't forget when you criticise an athlete that they have a mum and dad and a sister and a brother out there that love them, not just because they're good at cricket or footy, but because they're good people, mm. I think, as well. well I always said. try and keep that in the back of my mind when you're working on sport. All right, what else we got? Yeah, g'day, Howie. Peter Janoff from Mount Green Guy. Um, I've got uh, a few questions for you, if that's okay. The first one was, um, I was wondering if you approached Fox Sports about turning it into a TV interview series on the lines of uh, Parkinson, or given that the interviews were done over Skype or Zoom, uh, would you also consider using uh, YouTube? Um, just also wanted to know what happened with the Cameron Smith podcast, and uh, if that's likely to go to air. And the last one was, um, if you can also look at getting Alex McKinnon on, um, Alex's story is as inspirational as Craig's and in some ways probably more inspiring, if that's possible. But uh, anyway, love the work you do and keep going and don't change a thing. Cheers, Howie. Wow, that is a great and three-part faceted question. Big one. Yeah, firstly, uh, we'll start at the end. Alex McKinnon, that is a request I should put in. I agree with you. That would be a very interesting podcast. Cam Smith. A lot of requests for Cam. Uh, well, and people request it because I made the mistake of saying he was on the show because we thought it was lined up, but due to no one's fault, especially Cam, especially Cam's, it fell over. So that was why you're hearing me promoted in a few episodes a while ago and it hasn't happened. 
but it will. So Cameron Smith is still coming, still working on that with Cam and his manager. So that will come at some stage. Now, the Howie Games for Fox Sports, I think that's a bit involved. But, Dars, as you know, the Howie Games production team, which is you, me, and MJ, have been working on YouTube. Yes. Because you're the man telling me everyone in your generation, that's all they do is watch YouTube. That's all I do. Uh, my girlfriend hates it. I'm on there. I just I sit in my office at work and I just tube. And you're just tu- you're tubing. <laughs> I tube. How to hit it straight golf ball. Yeah, those ones. How to get it off the tee. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. It's how a to massive. Putt. It's a massive thing. So the last probably 35 or 40 episodes we have done on Zoom. You're quite correct about that, uh, mate. So we are in the midst. It's not an easy thing. We're in the midst of filling a YouTube channel, and when the content comes out, it's going to have all sorts of stuff on it. Stuff you haven't seen. Stuff you haven't heard. So I'll let you know when that comes out. So uh, definitely stand by for that one. It's yeah. going to be big. It's going to be exciting. We're going to be tubing, are we? Yep. <laughs> tubing. All right. We'll get tubing. Okay. Who's next? Bye. I love you. That is very kind. Uh, whoever's left that message, love you back. Was love that Erica? No, I don't know. It didn't sound like Erica. Um, I love you back, though. Whoever uh, said that, I'm sure you meet you love the show, but we love everyone that listens, so thank you very much. Hey, Chris from uh, Auckland, New Zealand here, mate. Hey, uh, just wondering... You thought about getting any umpires or referees on the show? Billy Bowden, Daryl Hogan, they're all characters in their own right and have gone through some pretty interesting times. Could be worth sort of having a conversation with them about how they have to make their decisions knowing, you know, careers and lives and awards and championships particularly depend on them. Um, so, yeah, just a talk. Great, great show. Keep it up, mate. Cheers. We have a lot of listeners in New Zealand. We appreciate that. Always mm-hmm. good. As I say, it's fantastic to hear where people are listening. So continue on the hotline. Even if it's a 15-second voice message, just say, it's Knackers here. I'm listening in a mine in Mount Isa. It's cool. It's cool. So great that you're listening in New Zealand. Referees, umpires, officials, a few people have asked about this uh, and a few people have suggested Billy Bowden. I saw during mm-hmm. lockdown about six to eight weeks ago the great English cricket umpire Dickie Bird talking about how people of his age, and it was inspiring, how people his age during the COVID lockdown need to stay out and about and stay active. And he was just running through some exercises he was doing in his backyard, just simple things. He's an elderly gentleman. I could say, oh, I can't be bothered doing these exercises. But I do an hour each day. And then I, then I walk for an hour and a half, get out in, on the roads. And it, I feel that I come back and have a, have a shower and then you feel good. Not bad for 88 years of age, is it? And I thought to myself, wow, I need to try and get Dickie Bird on because he would have some absolutely fantastic stories. So hold this space and I'll try and get Dickie Bird on. We'll see how we go. Dickie Bird. All right. There you go. Beauty. Uh, thanks for getting in touch. Here's Greg. Hi, Howie and Das. It's Greg from Gimpy. Absolutely love the podcast. Cheers, Greg. My question's two parts. First one is... Who's the favourite person that you have commentated with, Howie? And the second part to my question is, is there someone that you would really like to be able to commentate with? Thanks, guys. Great question, Greg. This isn't just not one you can just fly into. This is like saying which is your favourite child. Well, you're going to have either one one very pleased person and a lot of upset people here. I'm not sure how to handle this because let's be honest, there's a fair few egos in the sports There is. <laughs> you're about to go into the Friday huddle as well. Uh, yeah, so you don't want to set up upset anyone no. there. Well, so this is not negatively falling on anyone who I don't mention, mm-hmm. but the people that I've really taken something out of when I'm calling that I enjoy working with the most is people that have, I would have to say that have taught me. 
Okay. So calling AFL football, and I've only done it probably six or seven times. I was lucky enough to do it two weeks ago. Brian Taylor, the man known as BT, when I step into a radio commentary box with him and call beside him, it makes my level have to increase because he's so much better than me. So, uh, for example, on the golf course the other day when I was so much better than you, you needed your level to increase. You weren't able to. Oh my but God. hopefully my level <laughs> increases a little bit with Brian because it, if I'm at two, he's at 12, so hopefully I get to four. So It doesn't intimidate you? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Just the tone and strength of his voice. Like he calls the opening bounce. Yeah. You know, here we go, blah, 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 and then I come in. <laughs> so it can be, it can be intimidating. Right, so okay. I, I love calling football with Brian. Early days at Triple M when I didn't know what I was doing, there's a great man called Barry Denner who still calls on the station who just looked after me and taught me how to call football. Yep. So I always loved calling with him. Cricket, Ricky Ponting and Mark Waugh as a combination okay. is a combination I've always really enjoyed yep. working with them two, those two together. On golf, I had the pleasure of working with Ian Baker Finch, who's mm-hmm. been on this show before, and I mentioned, go back and listen to that episode about how generous a broadcaster he is. I didn't know much about golf at the time, and I told him this story, and it was an Australian Open. Sorry to be long-winded, but I, I need to pay these people the respect they deserve. Uh, you know, I'm doing on the fairway the whispering, you know, he's got a three and in his hand, Darcy Thompson, he's hit it and left again, but <laughs> whatever it may be. And I made the first call on the Thursday, and I'm not a gun golfer, Although you would have probably thought I was after we saw the other day. but uh, I, The counters up to about 10 now. I'm not a gun golfer by any stretch, so I was out of my depth. And the first comment I made, Finchie said, Mark, that's 100% I agree with you. And all these mates text me saying, wow, I didn't know you knew so much about golf. That was due to the generosity of Ian yeah, sure. in the commentary box. He calls it polishing the buttons. Mm. He makes everyone else around him sound good. And that makes the jacket, the overall product, a lot better. And I've tried to follow on from that. So I loved working with him on golf coverage as well. Talking, talking about... Ian Baker-Finch doing that to you, yep. when you have new people commentating alongside you, do you do your best to bring them into the conversation? Uh, it doesn't have to be a new person. My whole role is to make the other person sound as good as possible, I think, to say sure. as little as possible and make them sound as good as possible. As far as dreams to commentate with, I would have never had the talent, but I would have loved in the day, obviously not being able to do it now, to sit between Richie Benno and Bill Laurie. Can you imagine that? Sitting between mm. them to commentate a game of cricket and a man that still commentates cricket that's been on the show that... I would gift my left leg or one of my children for is to commentate a test match with Michael Holding. I mean, that podcast he did with us blew me away. I, you know, you just hear, you can be walking past the TV and you hear Mikey's voice and it just is just this beautiful, deep chocolate voice that just draws you into the cricket. Sure. I'd love to sit next to him. Fingers crossed that can happen. Yeah. Great question. Great uh, we question. had a lot of people message in with their requests. We did. Yeah. These were the best. Okay. Hi, Howie. Kate from Naples in Italy. Yes to more female guests, please. What about one of the ladies from the women's AFL or a netballer? Grazie mille. Ciao, ciao. Ciao. Hey, Howie. This is Lady Kelly. Uh, Okay. Love you. Thank you. Do you think you could um, maybe get more women on your show and be a real advocate for gender equity? Howie, Jack here, mate. I'm from Sydney. Wondering if you've ever thought about trying to get uh, some AFLW stars on there, like Erin uh, Phillips or uh, Taylor Harris. Um, but Cam Smith would definitely be one I'd be interested in listening to. Thanks for the great work, mate. Keep it up. Cheers. Um, a suggestion for you, tennis and golfer Scott Draper. Um, mm. He's got a really fascinating story in his book, Too Good, if you haven't read it. Uh, it's definitely worthwhile. We'd definitely think about getting him on for a chat. Hi, Howie. It's Dan from Castle Hill in Sydney. Now, if you chatted to the two candle systems... So now it's time to do a father and son. 
How about the legendary Jim and Stephen Richards of Touring Car Fame? They both had so much success, cool. including multiple Bathurst 1000s. Other suggestions would be Mick Doohan, Troy Bayless, Chad Ree, or Jason Crump. Hey, Howie, um, back here from Melbourne. My dream guest would be my childhood hero, Lady Stewart. If you could get him on, that would be great. Thanks, man. I'm a rabid Tiger supporter. Would you ever interview Damien Hardwick? Thank you. You haven't done many rugby league or rugby union retired players. How about Freddie Pibler, Andrew Johns, or maybe Nick Parr Jones, or even Peter Fitzsimons? Bet they would have some great yards. See ya. Wow, there's a lot in there. Peter there's Fitzsimons. a lot. Peter Fitzsimons. Uh, I've read a couple of his books, Kokoda, etc. I think he will be outstanding, so I will track down his details. Leighton Hewitt. Um, I've tried various times for Leighton. In fact, a fan of the show who lives next door to Leighton sent me an email out of the blue to the Howie Games at Hotmail saying, uh, do you want me to put in a good word for Leighton? Which he did, but I don't think that was good enough. We haven't got there yet. Leighton's a busy man. It's not a reflection on Leighton. So I'm sure that will happen at some stage. I'd love to get Leighton Hewitt on. I loved watching him play tennis. There was three or four at the start that we need to get four more female athletes on. Yes, Couldn't agree more. I've been thinking about this a lot. When the podcast started, I relied on a lot of people I'd work with. Mark War, Adam Gilchrist, Ricky Ponting, uh, Aaron Finch, Mark Weber. Uh, so traditionally, I've called with more males. Mm-hmm. So that was the way it started. So I need, to adger- uh, I need to address the fact we definitely need more females on. There are a lot of irons in the fire. I won't mm. say who their particular female athletes are, but I am aware of it and I'm working on it and I'm trying to improve the situation so we get more females on the show. Absolutely. My daughter's just read a book by a lady called Simone Biles, who's the world's you know, gun gymnast, absolute yes. gun gymnast. Yes, and She's saying, American. Dad, yeah, Dad, yep. you need to get her on. So, oh, that'd be we'll, awesome. We'll try and sort that out. Where, yep. you know, it's less than 100 days to the Olympics. Might a little be have to wait till after the Olympics, but I am trying to address that as we speak. So we are, we're on it. We're yes, on it. and thank you for your suggestions. Yeah, everyone. great suggestions. Thank you so much. G'day, Howie. This is Jason from just outside of Canberra. Hey, Jason. My question is probably more an observation, but I used to get all of my updates, sporting and otherwise from printed matter. I used to be a mad magazine fan. Um, these days you go into the news agents and there's less and less and less on the in the printed form and I get a heap of my uh, information through podcasts. What I'm wondering is in the foreseeable future, podcasting just seems to be getting bigger and bigger. Where do you think the future of media is going? Uh, I think the printed matter side of things is is pretty much dead or dying. What's going to be happening with the world of podcasting, how much that's going to increase and where the next media forms are going to be coming from, interactive stuff, online stuff, and is it dragging people away from the events? Thoughts on that stuff? Now, that is a good question, Jase. It's a very good question. I need you to address part of it. But firstly, I have some statistics. Oh. I have done some preparation. Oh, okay. I have some paperwork. <laughs> oh, for I once. I have some statistics. So in the United States of America, people that listen to a podcast once a month or more in 2020 was estimated to be 100 million people. So 100 million separate Americans listen to a podcast at least once a month. It's estimated by 2022 in two years. That will have grown 25% to 125 million and between 2018 and 2023, the number will double from the Americans that will listen to a podcast once a month wow. in a five-year period. In Australia, in 2019, 
Same, listening to a podcast once a month in 2019, 27% of Australians did. In 2020, it was up 5% to 32%, down on the global average of 41% of the world. Listen to a podcast at least once a month. So, Jace, the numbers are growing. I I can use an example that seven, eight years ago, I hadn't heard of Netflix, Mm. and now all I do is watch Netflix on the television. Unless it's sport, I don't watch commercial television. And if you told me that 10 years ago, you're not going to watch tell anymore and say you can't be you're serious. Crazy. Is podcasting going the same way, mate? Where we work here, listener is part of the Southern Cross Stereo. You're across that more than we. We can't give away any trade secrets, but the company is pushing right down this path oh, yeah. because they think that on-demand media is has a tremendous synergy with radio. When we started, we were the poor cousin. Mm. And now, uh, oh, no one wanted us. No, no one wanted a bar of us. We were downstairs. Yeah. We couldn't get a look in. Now we're the flavour of the month. So <laughs> you tell me, where's it going? Oh, I definitely think it's it's increasing. It's seeing the amount of resources that this business, biggest media company in Australia, is putting into on-demand audio, is enormous. If that's not a recognition of the importance that they're placing on it, then I don't know what is. Um, I think from those statistics that you just read good out numbers, as well, yeah, prep, oh, I think it shows the importance that we need to get the Howie Games intercontinental yeah. uh, and yeah, get true. it just outside of Australia. Obviously, there's a, a few of the listeners who um, who leave their voice messages. They're obviously listening overseas, but it'd be great to get more ears across the show because um, you know there's a lot of people outside of Australia and you're interviewing more and more people that yeah. aren't Australian, which would be great. The other thing that I want to address from Jason's question yes, is I, I think even though, yes, printed media is, uh, you know, obviously uh, numbers are substantially down on what they used to be five, ten years ago, I don't think written journalism is any less popular or important. Just I think just the, way, just the way. way people consume it is, yeah. is different. And I, I think there's... Still fantastic articles being written and, and amazing journalism out there. Um, it's just, you know, instead of reading it on the on the paper, yep. it's um, reading it on the tablet or on the phone. Tablet. Now, a, a great question. We've done our best to answer it. All I can say is from where Darcy and I sit, so 32% of Australians listen to a podcast. In two years, that'll be 40. In five years, that'll be 50 what we're trying to do with this show is when you become the new percentage to join the podcast listening audience through word of mouth, through advertising, through whatever it may be, we're trying to be a contact point. So when you come to podcast for the first time, someone says, have you heard the Howie game? So the best way this show grows is by you good people that listen to it, recommending it to your friends. And I know so many people do, and that's how it grows. So we both really appreciate the fact that you're growing the show for us in many ways. Great question. Hey, Howie, it's Carla here. We've got an idea for the show. Um, It would be great if us, the listeners, can ask a question to the guest. I know the difficulty in that is we don't know who the guest is coming up, but sometimes, you know, you do let us know, you know, guest coming up is whoever. Um, I mean, maybe on social media you can set up, you know, on Facebook or whatever, you know, whoever the guest is. Um, You have any questions that you can ask and then maybe we can just do a similar thing here and just record them and send them in. Thanks, Howie. Love the show. Uh, keep it up. And you know what? Just, I know this is going a bit long. I love your episode. It's one of my favourite ones. The one where Gilchrist interviews you. That was a cracker episode and you have some great stories. Well done. Uh, it's very kind of you. That was a good episode. We appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, that's a great question. Yes. So traditionally what we've done for 120 episodes is not to give the guest away 
more than a week in advance by saying coming up on the show. Mm. That's sort of the bit of the mystery of it. What Khalid is suggesting is a good suggestion. So in two weeks' time, we're doing a podcast with Greg Chapel. Now, normally I wouldn't announce that until it was recorded and done. Mm-hmm. How, how do we let people know that Greg Chapel is coming up and they send a question in? How do we do that, Guru? Do they send it to the hotline? What goes on here? Well... That's a really good question. Oh, we'll do a test uh, run. If, yeah. if you want to ask a question to Greg Chapel, record your voice question yep. and send it to the Howie Hotline number. Once again, 0434 694 301. That's 0434 694 301. That number will be in the show notes. So if you have a question for Greg Chapel, yeah. the great man. Carlito, I hope you're the very yeah. first one to yeah. message in. And if we'll you see, don't, I'll yeah. be bloody disappointed. Yeah, me too. And we'll see how it goes. And, and <laughs> That's a really if, good idea. If that's the case, we might okay. let people know. Three weeks in advance in an episode, uh, someone's coming up, uh, send us a question and we'll get a bit of listening interaction. That's a really good idea. Thank you, Khalid. And then uh, their questions will be better than mine and they'll be the end of me again. But anyway. You're just a facilitator. Yes, yeah, that's what I am. Keep rolling, big boy. G'day, Howie. It's Matt here. Hey, Matty. You asked for international callers? Yep. Well, I listen every week from St. Petersburg in Russia. So I moved here about six years ago, started a tech business which is growing very quickly it's also been not a bad place to be in the last year, as we haven't had as many restrictions as many other places in the world. My question is, as you run out of people to talk about in Australia, have you thought about going international, but people who might not be as well known to the general public? So one example of this could be Alex Zanardi, who had a horrific motorsport accident, lost both his legs, and actually returned to racing. I think this and stories like this would be really interesting to the listeners. Keep up the good work. Cheers. Uh, the, the previous question about the growth of podcasts, the fact that an Aussie dude can mm. live in St. Petersburg in Russia and listen to our silly little podcast produced in this dodgy studio. Uh, how cool is that? That is awesome. That is cool. That's really cool. So again, if you're, I don't care where you're listening from, just we do a compile of questions uh, of people saying, can you get this person on? Send us where you're listening or when you listen. A lot of uh, dudes and dudettes listen on tractors or down mines or in all sorts of parts of the world. Send it through. I would love to know where the most obscure per, uh, place people listen to the Howie game. Send it through. Send us a voice message or a WhatsApp message, and we'll put a compile of those together as well. St. Petersburg's got to be one of the yeah, fathers. That, that's good. I'd say. That, that's yep. really good. And coldest, uh, I'd met yep. Alex Zanardi when I was working on the F1s in 1999. He just started driving with Williams. Uh, just a fantastic man. Had a nasty, nasty accident in Germany. But he's had a more recent accident on his hand cycle where he veered into the oncoming traffic and did himself some tremendous damage. So I'm not sure physically where Alex is at, but I will investigate. Mm. I think now because of Zoom, we can do so many more people because yeah. everyone says, oh, you're going to run out of guests. But now that we have a international address book, thanks to Zoom, I think the show can continue to grow and have more international guests. But, yeah, great that you're listening in Russia. Tell us, where else are you listening? How? Just on the yeah. Zoom stuff. Mm. I know we touched on this a, a few hotlines ago just about the, the difference between on Zoom and in mm. person. We've probably been doing Zoom for a year now. Yep. It's probably a year since COVID. Yeah. How probably. do you feel like your interviewing style has developed over that time on Zoom? Do you feel like you've gotten more comfortable with it? Do you feel like you've improved? I've gotten more comfortable with it. I ask even less questions than I do in person. The yep. idea of the show is always to ask not too many questions and just let the guests talk. Mm. It's really hard to interject 
via Zoom because you don't have your visual cues that, you know, if I'm sitting across from you, you start to open your mouth or you yeah. raise your eyebrows or whatever. So mm. ask even less questions. Uh, but the ensuing benefit that we're going to have when we blow up this Howie Games YouTube channel because totally. we've got it all Filmed. covered now yeah. will be um, a win-win. So, no, I'm more than comfortable with it. Yeah, to the point right. now, I think when we do it in person, we're going to have to set up some type of camera operation. Good question. Good question. I quite like the player profile. I like him as well. It gets, Something a bit light. Yeah, it gets about um, 70% of the listens of a normal episode. Yep. So if Jeff Fennick, the player profile is out now, mm. 70% of people listen to that compared to the full episode. Listen to the player profile because it's a bit of a yeah. – it's just a bit I, of fun and games. I wonder if people save the player profile until the real yeah, – until maybe. the full interview comes out and then they listen to that as a lead up into going – being able to yeah, go maybe. straight into it. Um, which ones would I, I would have loved to do a player profile with Luke Longley. Actually, Andrew Gaze, he's been about the funniest man on the podcast. I would yeah. love to do a player profile retrospectively with the great A Gaze. G'day, Howie. This is Scott Martin checking in from Madison, Wisconsin, United States. Oh, so that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Scotty Martin. Well, if we got a few more of those, I can put them in a profile, in a compile, and off we go. Scotty is a voiceover artist because he had he a, we're talking about good. Michael holding out a voice like chocolate. So he's tuning in from Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Good on you, Scotty. Uh, shout out to everyone in Wisconsin. That was it from Scotty. That was it. Perfect. Uh, g'day, Howie. Steve from Melbourne here. Hey, Stevie. Got some feedback, a suggestion, and a question for you. Good. Um, first bit of feedback, I'm, a, I'm actually a teacher, and uh, during remote learning I contacted you about getting on and having a chat with uh, some of the kids just about your experiences and staying oh, positive. Yep. Yep. And I uh, wasn't expecting anything back, but got an email back saying, yep, let's do it. And you jumped on, uh, you were warm, engaging, uh, asked the kids questions, and it really inspired them and up- uplifted them in a pretty challenging time. Cheers, Steve. So I just wanted to say thanks for that um, and also, uh, you know, let listeners know that you, you talk the talk of um, remaining positive and spreading positive messages, but you uh, you walk it as well. And it was really uplifting for the kids and, and for the parents as well. Thanks, mate. Um, and my question is, um, have you ever finished a recording or, you know, put one to air and then later on thought, oh, I really should have asked that question or... Um, you know, if, if there's one question that really stood out that um, you wish you had have asked one of your guests, uh, cheers. I remember doing that and I'd love to say that it was out of the goodness of my heart, but I think I was about five weeks into homeschooling and I just couldn't deal with my own kids anymore. <laughs> so I, I was probably looking for an excuse to say to the beautiful Erica, no, nah, i got a Zoom meeting. Sorry, i got something on. i got it. Yeah, and take it. and uh, they probably wanted half an hour and we are probably only there for three hours just so I didn't have to deal right. with what the big penguin was doing out <laughs> with grade three maths at the time. No, I appreciate you letting me know. Uh, constantly, I don't ask questions. I come back and think I should have asked that. But that is the uh, offset from not having questions written down and it's far more beneficial. I always say to you, mate, in interview state, just get a general idea and don't write it down because otherwise you'll be a slave to the paper and you won't listen to what people are saying. As a result of that, you do miss questions. A perfect example of that, and this is a slightly different one, 
I should have said at the start, the feedback for the Craig Johnson episode has been extraordinary. I rang Craig yesterday. I sent him the emails that you guys had all sent to me, the Howie Games at Hotmail, the social media messages. I just sent him a, a, a trove of oh, love for him. And I rang him and he was really emotional about it. He said a lot of people in Australia don't know my story because I spent so much time overseas and he was really thankful that you all had loved his story. So anyone that sent me a message, Craig has read it personally or an email, he's read it personally. That was a cracking episode. That was a good episode. That was a cracking episode. But as if you haven't listened to it, I had no time to prepare. You'll understand why when you listen to it. So a lot of people have since got in touch with me and given me some idea about the story of Craig's sister. Craig retired at 27 or 28, and he mentioned it briefly in the podcast. I should have followed it up at the time, but it got away from me. His sister, Faye, who ended up in a really, really serious medical situation, and that led to him retiring. I've read about it since. I'd almost love to go and chat with Craig about it again because I think it's quite a story. So there is a perfect example of a question I didn't ask that I should have asked. Thank you, Steve, for getting in touch. Howie. That's it. That's it, mate. That's it. So we've set you lots of tasks. If you want to ask a question to the great Greg Chappell, send it through. Oh, yeah. Please send wherever you're listening through and continue to send your questions through. Uh, because I enjoy the hotline and I enjoy talking golf and hotline with you, Guru. Uh, thank you, Mark. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. <laughs> uh, we need to let people in, actually. What was your new nickname for me? Huey. 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 So, <laughs> so just a final one before we go. The great Jeff Finney. Uh, I need to play. I, I need to send it to Das, but um, I don't know if we'll have time here. But uh, halfway through the player profile, Jeff Finney. Went from Howie. I hadn't met Jeff before. A lovely man. His episode's about to come out to crack. He started calling me Huey. And, and I emailed you, say, mate, there's a few Hueys in there. We might need to take them out. Yeah, and I just emailed you a picture back of Ian Huey <laughs> yes. Hewitson. Yeah. And I did say to Jeff at the end of it, at the end of the play profit, with great respect, Jeff, it's actually Howie, not Huey. He said, oh, mate, I've been punched in the head a lot of times. I said, no, no, it's fine. So uh, right, listen yeah. out for Jeff Fennick coming up because it's the Huey game. That's with, all I had on the golf Jeff. course to try and put you off. Hey, have Huey. a great day. Thank you so much for listening. Good on you, Dars. Thanks, Everyone, Mark. Continue to send stuff through on the Howie Games hotline. We love it. Continue to support the show. Tell your friends about it. Stay safe. Peace and love. We'll see you soon on the show. Jeff Fennick coming up next. Catch you, guys. To replay, press 7. Message deleted. You have no more messages. Listener.